to revisit one of the things that we talked about in the previous episode, episode 814. Will Knight, I don't, I'm not going to say accuses the chat GPT uh, software of fabricating facts and figures. And I made the point, certainly in my blog, if not in the episode, that there's nothing so unusual about that because human beings do it too. But they don't necessarily do it with malign intent or maliciously or with the intent to defraud or, or lie. Human beings fabricate facts and figures as a simple process of inference, interpolation, and what the chatbot itself calls educated guesswork. And that's in fact part of our whole framework of intelligence. So along with the other two things that Knight accuses it of, it tends to make it more human, not less, that it does this. Let me see if I can put in a little bit of of detail and let me also to some extent retract some of the rather rude things I've said about things like mastermind and university challenge in the process for reasons that I hope will become clear. For example, it's not so true in general knowledge but it's certainly true in specialist subjects that if you, I don't know, have a and a really detailed knowledge of, let's say, 19th century literature, and someone asks you a question to which you do not know the precise answer, you're still more likely to be able to make an educated guess as to what kind of answer would be right than someone who knows nothing about 19th century literature at all. So if somebody says to you, I don't know, did Charles Dickens ever meet George Eliot? There is almost certainly a factual answer to that. But if you know enough about 19th century literature, you might be able to say with a high probability yes or no. And of course, you might actually know the answer. And that might be a part of a general um, narrative of which... Dickens and George Eliot are a part. So I think that what the chatbot is doing when it, in Knight's words, fabricates facts and figures, is just doing what human beings do, of saying, well, we can't have an exhaustive list of absolutely every conceivable fact and figure that there could be, or it would be absolutely vast. But what we can do is use what we know as a sort of lattice. Um, I'm avoiding the word network because of the potential confusion or um, confusion. We could use a, a, a lattice concept to say, well, we know X and we know Y and we know Z and they're in a triangle. So somewhere in the middle of that triangle, there might be some fact the like of which we can deduce, infer uh, through interpolation and through educated guesswork to give a reasonably reliable answer. It may be wrong, and that's part of the complaint that's made about ChatGPT, but heavens above, if being wrong 
is the problem, then all of us are guilty to some extent, because all of us to some extent make it up as we go along. We have to, because the specific circumstance that we find ourselves in from time to time simply doesn't repeat. So we're always inventing new solutions to novel situations, because situations that arise in life are almost always unrepeatable, and certainly not repetitions of things we've done before. So, it seems to me that Will Knight's charge against ChatGPT, far from making it something that we should apologise on behalf of OpenAI and ChatGPT for, rather emphasises, reinforces the sense that the way it goes about its business is far closer to human processes than we might like to think. Let me give a specific example that's a little bit closer to home. Uh, let's suppose the, the chatbot has knows three things about the Obamas that Michelle and Barack visited Connecticut together on a particular day, that, that they take their children to school every morning at such, such, such and such a time, and that Obama was the 44th president. And somebody says to you or to me or to the chatbot, what was the name of Barack Obama's wife? Now, neither you nor I nor he, or the chatbot rather, in this context has specifically been told the answer to that question. But if you operate with either a statistical model or what Knight thinks of as an association between words and meanings or just with what you might call general intelligence you'll say oh hold on a minute they travel together they take children to school together and he was the 44th president so the wife of the 44th president is very likely the woman that he spends time with and takes the children to school with so it's likely to be Michelle Obama. And I think that's a perfectly reasonable, legitimate, indeed intelligent inference from the information you've got. If instead of three pieces of information, you have thousands of pieces, which, as we've discussed before, is distributed across your neural net, then you're going to be all the more likely to be able, so to speak, to triangulate or polyangulate on the particular thing that you've been asked. And so I think just as not associating words with meanings is a false and indeed uh, inappropriate and philosophically naive accusation, just as the idea that chatbots will be built around the information that they have generated themselves is a legitimate observation, but something that human beings have to deal with, because we create false information all the time as well. So, fabricating facts and figures seems to me to be something that only makes chat GPT more like us, not less, and more, more typical of general intelligence, not less. If somebody, Knight or somebody else, says, yeah, but we, we need more than that, we need something which is 100% accurate 100% of the time, then dream on, buddy, 
because you ain't going to get it. And not just because of the training data being buggy or contradictory or at least conflicting in some way, but just because the amount of information you'd need to store in order to know everything about everything, and nobody knows everything about everything, uh, is too big. So I'm happy. And I think chat GPT <coughs> is vindicated over against all three charges levelled against it. Thank you for listening.